You're listening to the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Hello and welcome to the Totally Buzz UK podcast, the podcast that takes you around the weird and wonderful stories on the web that you may have missed in association with totallybuzz.co.uk. He's made more returns than this man and so let me introduce you to Emperor Squiggatine, it's John Squires. Wow. That's that's a good one. Um, and just for the record, I would not have to make all of these returns if Laura booked me in in advance for these podcasts. You just have such a busy schedule. Ironically, probably like Palpatine. I imagine he's a busy man to book as well. Yeah, destroy destroy the re- the uh, rebellions. The rebellions. Republic. You didn't Republic. even know what he destroyed. <laughs> no, there. I, I was like going to so say I was going to say Republic, and I was going to say Rebels, and in the end, I went with Rebellions, and it's like that's not what I wanted. So what destroy you've highlighted Republic here? It. He hates the letter R. Is it pretty you just, much you've highlighted here? Yeah, Repeated literally the letter, he hates R. The letter R. Yeah. See, the number one Star Wars fan would know you hate the letter R, and that's why I went for that. But hello, no, how are you, Laura? Me. I'm good, thank you. Are you ready to get weird and wonderful? Because it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, Yes, and maybe not in that context, but yes, I am ready to get that weird and be wonderful. A line that I think anyone would use in that scenario, and if they you'd do, be, the you'd be no surprised. Thing. You'd oh, be surprised. It? You'd be surprised. Okay, well, that says more about your love life at this point. If people are coming up to you and going, "Let's get weird and wonderful," it's the same like, as my Ferrari in the shop. <laughs> I don't have a Ferrari. <laughs> I was like, "Where's your Ferrari?" Anyway, I'll explain how this works if you're a new listener, because we do like to get straight to it here on this podcast. I have three weird stories that have gone under the radar that are really true. Even if they sound unbelievable, they are true. Squeaky knows nothing about what he's about to talk about. We discuss them, have some light banner about them, bing, bam, boom, and then Squeaky ends the show by showing that he does know stuff, and I did not mean it like he said when he's reacting, because he's going to provide us with a mind-blowing fact that will make you go, buzz, and then bing, bam, boom, you've got a pep in your step, ready to get you through your working week. Are you ready for story one, Squiggy? I want to say yes, but I'm not sure if I know what I'm talking about, but we'll go with, yeah, we'll go with yes. That's never stopped you speaking before. So no, story really one was on the ABC News website. Squiggy, I'm going to do this story in two parts because it's it feels like a two-parter here. Squiggy, I need you're a man who's flown on many planes. You've travelled the world or bits of the you world. You are correct. I am a man. I have, have flown on, on planes. Plane. So have you ever been on a plane and realised you're going the wrong place? Well, actually, yes. I have. Please do explain, because I generally am now intrigued, and I feel the audience. Well, I, s- I say well. the wrong. Pl- I say the wrong place. So what happened? This was this was like ten years ago. Might have even been eleven years ago. We were flying back to Manchester from Atlanta Airport, uh, and the plane took off. And good start. Look- yeah, that's a bit- well, it might not have been a good start if you want to hear the rest of the story. And the plane took off. And you know how you look out the window every now and then. And I kept looking out the window. And I know and I know kind of how, how the flight to England from America looks like, if that makes sense. From Atlanta, you would fly up the coast and you would fly past New York after about two-ish hours, I think. So it gets to about two hours and I'm looking out the window and I'm going, that field looks familiar. That field looks like the same field that I saw an hour ago. And then it gets, you know, about 15 minutes later on, I'm going, that is the same field. We are flying around in a circle. And then it comes over the island, comes over over the tannoy basically going uh there's a problem with um one of the wings which which wasn't why we're flying around in a circle by the way i was gonna say one <laughs> um, of the wings was it you just go to the circle no okay. so basically they were they were trying to fix it in the air by obviously opening and closing whatever they needed to do on it didn't work so we're gonna have to do an emergency landing back at, at atlanta airport but we need to fly around even more 
to dump fuel so the plane's lighter to land because obviously it's filled up for a transatlantic flight so it would have been too heavy to land so basically we're flying around above atlanta above a field the same field for three hours uh dumping fuel so we can do an emergency landing back at at atlanta airport so you travel from atlanta to atlanta in three hours yeah pretty much yeah but obviously i thought i was going to manchester in the uk and i ended up in atlanta airport again with nothing open and a food voucher i could not use well good news for you this woman has it worse because <laughs> well, this that's, woman... good. that's good to know for me anyway <laughs> right so you managed to at least you knew you started where you didn't really make any you didn't go out of your way wrong if you know what i mean you knew where you were well well yeah but i didn't want to be there you didn't get anywhere i yeah. give you that but it could be worse. You could be 900 miles in the wrong way. Because according to this story, a New Jersey woman ended up 900 miles from where she was meant to be because she was meant to be, in her mind, jetting back and forth from Philadelphia to her second home in Jacksonville, Florida, right? A flight she does regularly. Uh-huh. I've done that so flight before. She arrived at the Frontier Airlines to get her flight and the gate was like Philadelphia to Jack, so PHL to JAX. I don't know how clear you are with yep. this nice airport. Yep, I, I, know, I, I know my airport codes. Don't you worry. So then, but she was like, wanted to go to the restroom, so she was like, have I got enough time? Woman was like, yeah, 20 minutes. So she went to the restroom, come back, and then, you know, found the flight door, got on it, you know, did the whole travel, you know what I mean? Standard, everything seems normal. So she got on, they checked the, um, she was like, can you give me your boarding pass? And I would say, I took about 10 steps, and I'm like, oh, um, you just had my boarding pass, you know, because she must have had it looked up before she went to the loo. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 good to go, right? So once in the flight, this is where she starts to think, hmm, okay. So the flight attendant's tending to her. She's got a bloody w- wound, so I don't know how that's happened. I'm assuming bloody wound's probably like a paper cut, not that she's, like, cashing from anywhere. Yeah. But wow. she was laughing and talking to the flight attendant, and she was like, I'd love to be... The flight attendant was like, I'd love to be going there, but, you know... No, sorry, hang on. The flight attendant was just saying how great it'd be that once she can relax, because once they get to Jamaica, she can relax, you know? <laughs> and she laughed and was like, oh, I'd love to be going there, but I have a beach where I live, so I don't need to go all the way to Jamaica, you know, like, <laughs> you. And then she said, the flight attendant looked at her and was like, this plane is going to Jamaica. And by oh, the look on her face, she knew she wasn't joking. So oh. how would you react if you're going to that scenario, Squiggy? I she mean... Was meant to be staying in America... But she's now 900 miles set to go to Jamaica. I wouldn't complain for a trip with a trip to Jamaica, to be perfectly honest with you. Not going to lie. Always wanted to go to Jamaica, you know, a nice sunny beach and everything like that. But uh, yeah, I think there's I think there's a few failings on that we can go with. Okay. Plenty of failings. Can you imagine what a big major issue might be for this woman, given that her original flight was Philadelphia to Florida? What, the, what her issue would be? Aside from the wrong, do you not think there might be a tiny problem that this person in particular might have? Well, yeah, she won't have a case. No, it's her case would be the least of a problem. She didn't pack a passport, Squiggy. That silence is just my brain ticking yeah, over there. Because if you don't have leave the country, you don't need your passport. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, I forgot America's the same as us, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, if you go to Scotland, Squiggy, they don't check you. I'm going to give you free advice as you live in Newcastle. Oh, well, that's, 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 good, that's good to know. But basically, so it set into her that she's going to a foreign country with no passport. Now, what do you do in that scenario, Squiggy? Walk me through how your mind is ticking over here. I'd just be like, oh, well, I got to go off the plane, go to the toilet, get back on the plane, come back home. I wouldn't. I'd probably panic a lot. A I lot. mean, I imagined it would be quite scary because especially if you don't really know much about that country because you wouldn't have done any research necessarily. 
And if you don't know what their rules that are like, you know, imagine how if yeah. they go to I mean, I mean, country. it could it could be a lot worse. You could be going to like North Korea or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Even there, that feels a bit weird that that's the accidental flights they're just laying on. Just casual yeah, but like it could be worse. Like Jamaica is probably a nice, you know, a nice, you know, the island, the island vibes that you see and everything. It's probably a lovely place. But I love the idea that you're painting a picture when they're like. We're just chill, man. We don't care that you don't have a passport. Join us for a cocktail on the beach. Do, do you know what? To be honest, I'd assume that... I don't know how this story ends. I'm assuming you're going to tell me. But I, I'd assume that they get off the plane in, in Jamaica. Probably the flight attendant and possibly the pilot probably walk off with her and they would explain to border control or whatever what's happened and then they would decide what to do with it. But they wouldn't be like, you're trying to come in here illegally <laughs> and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like... I do. You're you're thinking they're going to understand that these things happen. It's not her fault. Yeah. Well, well you are correct because they said that Jamaica um, is told that it's considered US soil, which I'm not sure how that works. But the flight crew remained with her until the next flight to Philadelphia took off several hours later. And yeah, she was all tucked and set and it wasn't a big deal. However... What do you think they uh, gave her then, just to make up for this error? What would what would make you happy, Squiggy? Would you be would you need anything from this for that? You know, wasting your time and sending you to Jamaica randomly? Probably. I'm assuming they'll probably give her a free flight to Jamaica. Imagine that would be like we <laughs> thought you might like one because you do seem to come here. You only you only got to see it through the window of the airport, so you know next time you can go. Well, I mean, technically, possibly what she's gonna do because she got given a six hundred dollar voucher. And her original ticket refunded, but yeah, she then. Right. But she said, more importantly, all she wanted was an apology. And I'm gonna be honest, I feel like it's one big misunderstanding. Like the person checked her board and pass, but then basically what the mishap was is the original gate moved, and the gate that she originally went to that became the gate for the Jamaica flight. That's what happened in between her going to the bathroom. These things happen. I don't imagine it's... To me, it's a bit weird that you want an apology because it's not like the woman purposely put her on a flight to Jamaica. Yeah, but what I, what I don't understand, and this is possibly me with my sensible head on, is that whenever I get on a flight, the pilot always comes over and you know, welcome aboard the Virgin Atlantic uh, flight from um, Orlando to Manchester. Yes, so, and then that would be uh, your normal sign. Yeah, so like, welcome to the Frontier Airlines flight from Philadelphia to Jamaica. So unless she cut it really fine and she missed that, but I don't think you would have, because you normally have a little bit of build-up. But I guess the other issue, I guess the only thing I would say was done wrong is that, yes, the boarding pass, oh, yeah, we checked that, et cetera, et cetera. But you wouldn't have checked her passport, so you're probably a little bit unsafe. Well, yeah, there is that. Although, I mean, I've been... So I've been on a flight to from Orlando to Manchester. I I seem to do that flight quite a lot. You really like it, don't you? Well, I don't because it means I'm leaving Orlando. But so this was when Thomas Cook was still a thing. Remember them, Thomas Cook? I love the way you said it. So I just didn't want to say, but I do remember Thomas Cook. I knew you'd like that. Uh, So yeah, so I flew Thomas Cook and there was two, two Thomas Cook flights leaving Orlando within like half an hour of each other, which was weird anyway. And there was a family who'd like booked tickets for these flights. And obviously I think, the grandparents had booked them a little bit later so they were on the other flight but no they were on my plane 
and they had to get removed off the plane and put oh, on the correct no. plane, oh, which was which was stupid because there was literally my plane had about like ten people on it. Yeah. So they had to get moved off onto the busy plane. I was like, "Yep, see you later. Bye bye." Feels silly. It feels like they could have, you know. Yeah. So I suppose them. I suppose it does happen that you can go on. I mean, I say an incorrect flight. They were still going on the same. They were going to the same from, place. Yeah, but I suppose it means you know the the boarding pass and everything like that. But then you get on the plane and go, "Welcome to the Thomas Cook Airlines flight from uh, Orlando Airport." to manchester and you're like oh on the right plane great good one i'm not saying you would but hypothetically let's say you got on the wrong plane to an amazing destination maybe such as america and you weren't were meant to be going somewhere else i mean newcastle you can fly to london and stuff right yeah yeah so imagine you got on a plane at newcastle and you it said ended up in america would you try and stay I feel like you might try and stay. I probably would, because yeah. I would think it's pointless to try. If As long as I've got, like, my passport and stuff like that, I well, would. Yeah, because I don't think you'll get far without your passport. Well, yeah. Which like, if probably. I had my passport, got through, and then I got off the plane. But then uh, America's different, because you've got to have a, an asset to get into the country, you see. So, in uh, theory, say, say I had that sorted, because you get one for two years. So, say my next flight to London ended up in Orlando, in New York or something. I would, I would get off the plane and just enjoy my time in New York, because it's pointless waiting to fly back because you fly overnight so you lose two days basically it is i do so wonder I'd, how that would make the most of it and just book a flight with being sort of in jamaica but not in jamaica i hope it wasn't one of our dream destinations because that would have been Imagine. the ironic so close yet so far yeah. like this is what oh. you could have had instead you get i hope the uh the cabin crew were nice though for spending time with her imagine just sat in dead silence like i yeah. hate you i hate you i'm gonna be in on, florida we could have been on the beach right now oh me too but i'm in jamaica yeah it's like great thank you right we're gonna take a little spin with story two though so obviously travel planes and so exotic right what's, oh yes what's the least exotic sexiest thing that i can think of right now fishing are you a big fan of fishing squiggy i'm not so this topic will not turn me on okay i, I mean i'm not aiming to do that with this podcast and i don't think the listeners are either <laughs> I, I am going to try and make it a little bit more weirder for you at the very least. So basically, Sky News reported that Park Wardens in Kansas, you know, the beautiful, beautiful Kansas state. I have a have, feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> have urged people not to fish with their guns. What? Yes. The US state of Kansas seem to be having a bit of a problem because they've had to highlight the dangers of firing bullets into bodies of water. They issued the warning on the Facebook page of Kansas Wildlife and Parks Game Wardens and it came after officials seized a 9mm handgun that was being used to take a fish in Finney County. It was meant to be a reminder that firearms are not a legal measure to take fish. Also, non-sport fish must be taken only with a fishing pole on a line, trout lines, set lines, gigs, crossbows, bow and arrow with a line attached but shooting <laughs> body bullets at them not great have you ever thought about fishing with a gun squeaky to jazz up your life i mean i've never thought about fishing full stop so no i have not it, thought of fishing with a gun. I, I, just I don't, don't understand how someone can go oh i'm gonna go and catch a fish here's my ar-15 or whatever it is the eye like, is the idea that it feels like such a video game thing that he was even silly in video games yeah i don't i don't understand that like shooting the water in a game and all the fish rise to the top of something because you've killed them i don't think that's how it works i i feel like you can kill a fish with a gun in certain games and i'm not even talking like good games right oh, you probably can yeah you can't do it in fortnite is my logic and i don't think fortnite is meant to be the groundbreaking game that it is for that you have to use a rod i feel like fortnite in kansas same thing maybe Fortnite is Kansas. But yeah, I also like the idea that because obviously bullets can ricochet off the surface of water. 
yeah. extremely dangerous. And that's not how you want to be admitted to hospital going, what happened? So I was trying to fish. End of story. Do you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Do you know, I think we spoke about this before, Florida, Florida man. You think Florida you, man may have gone on holiday, got on the I wrong flight and ended up in Kansas? Yeah, well, no, but I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if there's a Florida man story about Florida man injured in shooting when he shoots the water with his gun and it ricochets back or something. I wouldn't be surprised if that's already a story. It generally wouldn't surprise me. So I'm going to ask you this now. Obviously, I don't think you're about to go get a gun. I, we're, we're English. Guns really aren't the same here. But if you saw someone, say in America, because you've, you've been, as we've said, we've, you've dabbled. You're basically an honorary American, I would say. I will take that. There you go. If you were walking past a nice calm lake and you saw someone trying to kill a fish with a gun, how fast would you run away from that scene? I would run as fast as I possibly... Do you know what? I would probably break the record for the fastest mile. Not even going to lie to you. I can't run to save my life, but I would break the record for the fastest mile. Not even a lie. I'm also wondering what they hope to achieve with it, because you can't exactly be... Say you don't know how to fish right even though they've given you a load of options including crossbows with a string sounds fun that one yeah that one's a bit i would do that one but the idea that you cannot then eat that fish because imagine you're you'd just be like "Mm, this fish." yeah people hunt animal like bigger animals with guns for food and stuff and i mean obviously that's not that's not like oh it's fair enough but obviously you shoot an animal somewhere you can probably then eat other parts of the animal you also might clean shot goes through the other end or so you can tweeze it out i imagine i'm not a hunter i don't want to be a hunter but like but like imagine horrible. imagine like john west going for his tuna and like, from west and like pulling a gun out on the tuna it's like well that's all the tuna gone like you know finding nemo when they try and catch all the fish like imagine instead of like putting a net in the water it's just someone with a gun just spraying at the water disney to... please please make an updated version <laughs> no please don't live disney action. don't ruin it but like yeah. you but live like, action uh, everything else live action this but this well, time it's personal but yeah i just uh, i don't understand how people can be like oh i want fish i'm gonna go and get my my gun and hunt a fish with a gun imagine a shotgun you disintegrate it a little salmon just you know enjoying his little swim in the water and then there's like a double barrel shotgun or something like that and poof he's gone he's just a little salmon dust it doesn't say who did it or whatever but they, i mean the fact they felt the need to be like there may be others out there doing this by putting the statement out there says a lot but i have to say it's got to be video game culture right or just oh, yeah. laziness of not learning how to fish the concept yeah, of definite. a fishing rod basic ass stick and bait yeah. people yeah it's definite video game culture that one video games there should be banned. I hate, <laughs> hate to be that person you know when video games get blamed for crime and you're like sure it was halo that made them do it and no, i I'm mean like, this, this, this is, might be it this might be this the isn't one. a crime this is just stupidity yeah this might be the thing they can actually blame right we're gonna move to the final story now and once again i'm not gonna tell you to take a seat because when you realize what the story is about it's gonna sound a bit weird squiggy do you care about your health i feel like you have a fitbit i feel this may have come up before heart checking you want to know everything about your body right i'm not going to test the product on you it's just i like like to know most things about my body that sounds weird i I like like to know know most things about my body i like i'm interested in the the scientific (laughs) stuff behind it we'll go with that i'm interested in the human body has a bit of serial killer tone to it that oh i am interested in the human (laughs) body you know oh i just want to know how many (laughs) no no just carry on with the story laura carry on so anyway there's a new product i don't know about you you've got your fitbit telling your heart monitor and stuff like that right yeah have you ever thought man when i'm on the toilet 
I need to know more information about my heart. Surely if you've got a heart rate monitor on and you go to the toilet, you can check your heart rate anyway. No, you need more, Squiggy. That is not the attitude. Because as put on the Fierce Biotech, the FDA have approved and passed the agency's must, you know, you know when they've been developing and it gets to a certain stage, like yeah. it will work. So the industry, uh, Kasana, a startup describing itself as the industry lead in monitoring heart health through smart toilets, has received a green light for its heart seat to log users' pulse rate and blood oxygen saturation as part of its pitch for effortless at-home patient monitoring. So you can sit on your toilet seat and it's going to be collecting some data. Wow. And it's going to continue because it's looking to seek additional FDA clearance for checking blood pressure every day or more and aims to have its heart seat publicly available by the end of this year. Wow. How cool, like, How smart will your toilet be, you know? Sign me up. Imagine, imagine, like, going for a poo and thinking everything's okay and then suddenly you get, like, a notification from your toilet seat going, your heart rate is too spiking, high. Spiking, spiking. Yeah, like, or something oh, like that. Yeah. Or, like, your blood pressure is very low. And it's oh, like, it's- I, just, I just came for a poo. I understand. And why it's big they explain that it's big business this sort of thing you know fitness oh, they're not doing big business at the same time <laughs> big business in the bathroom it's not what i thought it meant but no they explain you know the money that's in this market and also explain cardiovascular disease is very bad you know what i mean in any way to tackle it yeah. it just feels weird that i'm reading about a heart checking smart toilet seat yeah, I'd, I'd much rather just have my watch tell me everything. Well, it's going to use you know the I mean. same type of sensors as your smartwatches. Yeah, like that's the thing. If I, if I really wanted to know what my heart rate was when I'm pooping, I can just look at my watch. It's true. I mean, like, feels, feels a bit weird that that's when you're wanting to check your heart. You're like, good for the bowels, good I, for just, the heart. Just for the record, <laughs> yeah. I never do and never have the thought about it. But, I'm, but oh, I just, I just <laughs> You like, know what? Oh. You're never going to use the bathroom again the same. No, your Fitbit's going to be pooping. You're like, I can't look at it. I've sweared on the Totally Buzz UK podcast. I don't care. But like, I'm, I saw, I just imagine, oh, I'm going to gonna go measure my heart rate. You've been gone 20 minutes. Uh, I dodgy curry last night, you know. Was, like, it's the idea that the system could also flag reading for hair, healthcare providers that the FDA have cleared in its use in adults age 22 and above. So it's the idea that if there was an issue, it's going to flag, which sounds great. But also, what a horrible time for it to be flagged for you. Like oh, you have yeah. a medical emergency and it's like, please stay seated. Please remain where you are. Help is on the way. You're like, no! no. Not right now, no. no. That would stress you. Your heart's spiking even more. Like the thought of help. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. But apparently, toilets of the future may be more of a thing. Because I went on to read further down in this article. On of the course you did. Once I opened the door to what a toilet could do, Squiggy, I, c- I couldn't close that door anymore, you know? As we said, big business in the bathroom here. Earlier this uh, year, uh. debuted a bowl-mounted digital lab to capture urine-related biomarkers, offering a glimpse into hydration and nutrition levels, as well as ovulation and cycle tracking. And I'm like... At a point, when does my toilet know too much? At what point do I want it to know this shit? Pardon, no pun pun intended there. It it feels like we'll become a society to be. This is going to be so. This is meant to be a cheerful podcast. We're going to become a society where we're going to worry over every little detail. And it was always like worry about the big stuff and let the little things take after themselves. But at a point, if I'm now going to be scared to use the loo just in case, like you have not drunk your minimal water today, like you know what I mean, I. You would oh, but imagine so if it's, but imagine if like if say say you're an athlete and you go to the toilet 
And it's like, you haven't drank your water today. It's like, I have had five pints of water already. I mean, imagine you're an athlete and you want to make sure something's out your system. There is still something in your system. Yeah. God damn it. Is this like Spy Kids when there's like, now flushing your poop? We have, sampled, we have sampled your poop. I'm not going to lie. Who knew Spy Kids was so futuristic? Exactly. They knew what, they were, they knew what was coming. Like I said, a part of me is like, I understand why this has been made. Like anything to help detect things and stuff I, like that. I think it I get it. Like a probably, it probably helps like, no, no offense to older people, but probably helps older people a bit more. You no don't offense. have like smart technology because, you know, you can a toilet seat, a toilet seat. At the end of the day, they don't have to worry about it. And if someone comes and sets it up and it's linked to whatever needs to be linked to you for some of these things, you know what I mean? Like someone... Yeah, it's 100 percent anything to help people in that state and stuff like that. But in my head, because they keep saying it's big business and they're going to manufacture it to the market, potentially, it just feels like you're going to have the average Joe be like, yeah, I totally need one of them. It's, this is completely different because it's not health related. And if you have one, I'm so fucking sorry. And if anyone's listening has one, also, no offence intended. But you know how you can get smart kettles? It's like, I know we have the power, but you don't know what a smart kettle is, right? I know what a smart kettle is. I've, yeah. I've, I've been debating if I want one or not. No, Squig Squiggy, you can get up and press the button. You can go downstairs and make your tea. You don't need well, to be pre-boiling well, before you make this it. Is, the... This is one of the things, right? What I don't understand about a smart kettle is you've still got to put water in it. Yeah, so you've got to leave water in overnight, which I'm pretty sure is recommended you don't do because of lime scale and staleness of water fine. and stuff. Yes, I get that it is, but if you can't... like, if you, Well, if you're going to be this bad, you might as well just follow all the rules. Otherwise, your toilet seat would be going off next about your dodgy yeah. water. No, I, I'm saying, uh, like, sometimes I leave a little bit of water in, but not loads. Well, maybe it's you're meant to leave a little bit in. I feel like it's not meant to be completely empty. I'm very confused on kettle rules now. I'm like, in my yeah. head, I feel like there's rules. Yeah, but like a, a smart kettle, you've got to leave water, you've got to have water in it. So imagine, imagine you turn it on and, oh, can't wait for me cup of tea when I get through that door. And you go to pour the water out and like a little drop comes out. And also, isn't it dangerous to boil an empty kettle as well? So if you set it off and it blows up. I don't think it's dangerous because I think you, because I think you've got to do it the first time you get a kettle or you used to back in the day honestly i feel like it's one of those things where my parents scared me as a child i always never boil an empty kettle and it's like it's just like you're not supposed to have the uh the reading light on in your car when you're driving yes it's the same energy as that because it dazzles or it distracts other drivers i have never once been distracted by somebody who i've seen no. <laughs> like looking along like oh what are they doing I imagine there's probably been, it's probably, it's like, once again, this is going to be the thing and it's like the toilet seat. We're like, oh my God, I can't believe it's going to be a toilet seat that detects this, you know, that's not for us at this time of our lives. But there's other people who are like, God damn it, I need one. And it's the same energy of, it just takes one person to go fishing with a gun for them to release a statement. But it now sounds like there's an issue in Kansas and it now sounds, you know, that sort of energy. Always takes one to make an idea happen. Speaking of ideas, Squiggy, time for an ad break. It's time to squash the beef and settle the debate. Football beef, that is. From debating whether David Beckham is overrated to deciding whether Roberto Firmino really is a formidable Premier League striker, we're grounding out that 100% beef that fans have been grilling each other over for way too long. Each episode features around one player, so all the issues can be chewed out and the solution spat out. Football beef. Has all the sizzle sizzle. So subscribe now. And we're back from the ad break. So for weeks we've had TikTok spotlight after TikTok spotlight because Kaylee. So has I'm been so here. sorry, everyone, you've had to deal with that. I am so sorry. 
You've probably been glued to your TikToks. You've probably been like, my God, another one. Don't worry, because Squiggy has returned. Give you a fresh, brand new What the Buzz. Because in What the Buzz, he provides a mind-blowing fact that will make you say, What the? Take it away, Squiggy. Exactly. Can you, can you smell that, Laura? Can you smell that? Do I smell it's what the Squiggy's cooking? It's, it's, the ret- it's the return of What the Buzz. And quite, quite good there. You know, I knew what I was doing. This What the Buzz is a Disney fact all about smells. And I know it's nothing to do with toilet seats or anything like that. It is to do with something that people do, well, people do, that cast members did in Disney World, well, Imagineers, sorry, when they built the parks. So you can buy all these candles and everything which sort of replicate random scents from around the parks. And one of the most popular ones is the scent of Main Street USA, which is the Main Street walking up to the castle in all Disney parks. And everyone smells smells everyone says that it oh, smells you're just obsessed with smells now everyone yeah. smells Every, everyone probably does smell but everyone says that it smells of either popcorn or like freshly baked goods and they are correct but that is not because of a popcorn machine or freshly baked goods that is oh, because no. i feel like i know where this is going please tell me they don't pump in fake smells they do pump in fake smells oh this is the worst yeah the magic so... is ruined so they pump they pump in fake smells to get people I say immersed, but it's basically people go, ooh, popcorn, ooh, baked goods. I'm gonna go and buy baked goods sort of thing. But I mean, that's obviously in the in the main in like Main Street and all the different places. And that's that's known. I say known. That's been done probably since the park opened, I think. Probably every theme park across the world does something similar, I assume. It's the same concept that you're more likely to buy a house if the kitchen smells of freshly baked cookies. I mean, I'm not. If I've, if, I've got, if I've got a view a new build house and it smells of cookies, I'm going, right. who's been yeah, in my kitchen? That's because you have a... Re- <laughs> all, right, all right, one of the free bears. Didn't know you were here. <laughs> Jesus. But that's because you were like set on new builds exclusively. You're a new build man. But some people buy houses that other people lived in and they like the idea that no. it feels cozy and warm. Is that possible? I yeah, know, it's crazy. I no. know. This oh, is tell the you other what, half lives, Squiggy. That's another what the buzz fact. Wow. But um, yeah, so... All the par- all the parks pump out distinct smells, and it's like I think in the morning it's like baked goods. So people go to the bakery to get sort of a cinnamon roll and stuff. So they pump the cinnamon roll smell out and about, and then later on it's like I think it's just popcorn or like cookies and stuff like that to make people again want popcorn and want cookies. It's but manipulation it's also, it, of the highest order. This is it's it, 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 it my sense of smell. Yeah, it is. It it just adds immersion to immersion to it. So it's, it's oh, yeah. good. I love it. You're putting a positive spin on like it's immersion. Yeah. It's, immersion. But, but it's not them trying like... to trick you into spending probably $50 well, yeah. plus on cookies. Well, yeah, it, I mean, it works. But yeah, so I thought that was quite cool. But I don't understand how people haven't realized like, oh, I can smell popcorn. Oh, but there's no popcorn cart around here. Where's that smell coming from? That's Do you know what I mean? People just oh, someone's wearing popcorn deodorant. Yeah, so they probably just assume that someone either smells of popcorn or that sort of level... There must be popcorn in the area, or it's just the wind has carried the smell. I feel like there's yeah. reasons that your brain can oh, yeah. logically justify it. Because I've been out and about places, and I've smelled at McDonald's, right? So maybe McDonald's is doing this across the country, and I've stumbled across this conspiracy theory now that you've given me this there thing you go. that they do. Everyone's I always think smell about McDonald's. Now. And sometimes I'm not anywhere near one, and I'm like, can I smell McDonald's? <laughs> someone here have a mcdonald's it's that sort of energy and then i'm like i kind of want a mcdonald's but i also like this is where i'm gonna go with this you your brain's gonna want anywhere there's sometimes when i'll be like i smell i think i smell or taste a cookie even yeah. though i clearly don't normally in disney world because, 
Oh, yes, now you mention it, that was where I was. No. But it's more the idea that I think your brain is like, you want a cookie and it tries to manipulate you itself. It's, all, it's too much manipulation, Squiggy. This is actually blowing it's, my mind. It's just manipulation. There you go. But, but, but to put uh, another spin on it. A happy spin, um, I hope. Well, yeah. Do you know, so if you, um, if you wander into any of the Disney hotels as well, they have certain scents. Obviously, so you can different scents for different hotels. Wine. <laughs> That's all really weird. Like smells of rose in here. I don't even know what the smell is, to be honest. It just smells do you know like just a nice smell? An inviting smell. Is. A clean smell. Yeah, like a clean, inviting smell, but obviously all different hotels have different scents as well. So yeah, it's it's good. But obviously then you've got rides that have certain smells as well, probably because of the same kind of thing. So just one... the idea that you're like on some like Mickey Mouse's wild teacup ride, which I'm aware is not a ride, Squiggy, before you're like, I think you're right, you just made that up. I did. And you're like, <laughs> you you're did. smelling it, you're like, hmm, smells like Mickey Mouse is spinning over here. Hmm. But, so like Spaceship Earth, one of the one of the rides in Epcot, you go through a bit where Rome is burning and you smell and you can smell burning, oh, if you know what no. I mean. No. Because that feels inappropriate. No. Oh no, no, but but then this leads on to the end of this fact as well that there is so how i said you can buy all the scents and stuff and they're normally made by like fans of disney people on places like etsy and everything right there is now a candle shop in disney where oh, you can God. buy all the different candles of all these different scents so if you like the smell of freshly cut grass from certain rides where you go over like cut grass you can buy that if you like the smell of the pineapples from dull whips you can buy that if you like the smell of death and despair from the haunted mansion you can also buy that. Nothing makes my day go faster than death and despair. Yeah. <laughs> despair, sorry. Jesus Christ. What's the like? It's the film Apocalypse Now, isn't it? Oh, I do love the smell of napalm in the yeah. morning. That, that's, like the that's the equivalent now I have in my head. You've made me associate Apocalypse Now on a Disney fact. Oh, well, there you go. You gone. are welcome. That's you, what I'm here for. You've really broken my mind. and I don't know if it's a positive way at this point. Because now I'm like, I'm going to be questioning everything I smell. Is that a legit smell or is someone trying to sell me something? Well, oh that's, that's for you. No, but now you know that it is happening. The government yeah, which is trying I don't to know control if it us. makes it worse because it'll probably still fool me. It's like, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on, you know, still shame on me. Fool me three times. <laughs> Gotta be honest, it's on me. You're a completely, fool. Like, absolutely the worst. At this point, I'm asking to be fooled. <laughs> but yeah. So I think that really sums up the episode. All we need to know now is how to get a candle of our podcast scent and then sort of spread that throughout the land. That would well, really boost the numbers. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, if you could work what... out what the Totally Buzz UK podcast smells like. Yeah, if you can think what the Totally Buzz UK podcast would smell like, let us know on Twitter. Links Africa. There's a nice oh, inside I'm... joke for you there. Oh, God. But yeah, do let us know on Twitter at Totally Buzz UK and be sure to get rate us five stars on whatever platform you listen to us. Hit subscribe so you never miss it episode they do drop every monday at 7 a.m you've got a whole backlog to go through of nearly a hundred episodes now as of recording nearly hitting the big three digits we're nearly at 100 we're nearly at 100 squiggy it's gonna oh. be a big shindig shindig who's 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 uh co-hosting the hundredth podcast i might have to get you both in okay. or just just not to piss you both off go wild and get someone in who's never done it before be like welcome to oh, wow. the 100th so this Joking. is the last time you will hear me on the totally buzzed uk podcast. don't worry guys i'm gonna pump out a nice scent and he'll come back i'll be like Ooh, cookies apparently that works anyway yes. do hit like and subscribe tell your friends to listen new episodes monday at 7 a.m before we sign off squiggy anything to plug yourself 
Oh, well, thank you for asking, Laura. You can follow me over on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch, which is all Squiggy Plays. I will be streaming very soon again. Cricket got in the way, fortunately. So I haven't been able to stream, but we'll be streaming some games over on there. You can follow me on my other Instagram, which is John J Squires, which is also the same as my Twitter account for more normal non-gaming escapades. Probably more fitness, really, than anything else, because, you know, I'm in, in a training phase for a half marathon. So you can follow me on there and see how I'm getting on with that. And youtube.com slash John Squires for Disney World vlogs and other stuff coming soon. In the Disney vlogs, are there smells? I mean, do you know what? When I, so I'll be going in October. What I'll do is, as I'm walking around vlogging it, I'll go, I can smell whatever the smell is. Thank you. If I don't get kicked out of the park, then it'll carry on for the full series. But if I do it in the first season, go, I can smell disappointment and money and I get kicked out, then that's on you. I mean, I'm going to apologize. If that is the case. Anyway, we've been the Teddy Buzz UK podcast. Good night. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by two chatterboxes and a lovable Geordie at totallybuzzed.co.uk.